my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. This, this is like, I had eye drops in my car, but this is for like, contacts. Uh, this I is contact gonna, solution. <laughs> Good, cause I was Boy, if you don't get- Then I had to stop at the stove. I was like, nope. We go ahead and spend this couple dollars on this own body. I forgot. I don't even know my eyes red or not. This is the rundown. We have a full set. My bad. <laughs> we got a full set, folks. We got everybody in the house. We got everyone here. We are four for four today. Four for four, four for four. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, Dexter. What? <laughs> four for four. We have four, all four of us today. Myself, Zach B. Gentlemen, tell the folks who you are for me, please. Yo, 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 it's Marty Mar on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Lee Hustle in the building. Oh, you right. know who it is. Did your you know who voice it is. just crack? You know, you, you got your boy, Boogie on the, on, the, on the ones and twos. On the mic. So, yes, and we have a special guest with us now. Our special guest, he is from, he's a Saginaw native, like myself, Alex, and Jamar. Um, he was fortunate enough to spend some time at a university and play some college basketball at the junior college level. Did his two years, and now he's still pursuing his academics. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce none other than uh, Mr. Tommy Henderson here, folks. Let's give him a round of applause, Mr. Tommy Henderson. What's Shock City. It's good to have you here. Uh, so yeah, Tommy will be definitely discussing uh, pro basketball with him and get his insight on that because he's a very unique expert on fantasy basketball and talking to him about fantasy basketball and realizing that he starts his drafts around the same time that NFL fantasy football draft starts. So that's how ahead of the game he is when it comes to that. So we'll discuss some pro basketball and what he's like and what he's seen from his fantasy team and everything like that uh, coming up. But, uh, but first, gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about uh, CMU and their basketball team and what the the preseason expectations were and versus how they've gotten off to a pretty good start so far. Uh, what have you seen, Jamar, from uh, CMU that you've liked from, like, Roundtree and uh, Coach Davis? Them boys lethal out there. What do you mean by that? No, um, they remind me a lot of um, Saginaw basketball. They, they're very athletic and they like to press. Larry Austin, Roundtree at the helm. They press everybody, and it's pressing all night long. Like it's like seeing Arthur Hill and saying, "No, how I play basketball again." <laughs> so you, so you're saying it's a lot of athleticism, it's a lot of up and down floors, a lot of really good defense uh, between the uh, between the t opponents that they face off against for the chips. Exactly, they create nothing but turnovers. Nothing but turnovers on the defensive side. And have they been able to shoot the ball uh, well in your eyes so far this season? I mean, they're 3-0, so far they're undefeated. Um, so the games I, I've been a part of, like, they, they shoot the ball, but it's not like the Keno Davis teams of past. You know, like, usually he has a lot of set shooters, but this team is more of um, get it on y'all. They do have a few kids who can't shoot it from outside, but... 
from what I've seen, it's a lot of, you know, fast break points, you know, and then um, kids is going one-on-one to the rim. I feel like this year they got a lot more athleticism, too. Like, in the past, they didn't have... I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way, but in the past, they had a lot of white boys who shot the ball. They've been all shooters. This year, they got a lot of black folks that got, that got a lot of uh, athleticism. What do you call that, Alex? <laughs> Dip and dash through the lane, get what's to the, the paint. Meme, what's the meme you throw out there every once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> That's racist! That's racist! I'm just, I'm just keeping it 100. I'm just keeping it 100. Oh, it's got a lot of uh, more players that can uh, get to the lane. They can also shoot it so it can open it uh, a little bit more up for this season. So, yeah, they played uh, last night. Yeah, they won 67-55. to 55. They had a pretty big margin going into halftime, and then they let the uh, let the Bakerfield Roll Runners uh, kind of come back into that game. But it was uh, able to be a 12-point victory for the Tips, and they play tomorrow. They'll be playing tomorrow against uh, Weber State. A uh, pretty tough opponent, I might say, just from uh, from the past. Uh, Weber State, yeah, Weber, uh, <laughs> Weber State being a uh, pretty good team, as in terms of uh, in the past. But we have to wait and see. And you know, uh, the chips are in the Bahamas. Uh, what, what do you look to see from the chips, uh, Jamar, uh, tomorrow against Weber State? See, um, what I see from them coming for tomorrow is a lot of defense, a lot of pressing. They like to uh, run the one, the diamond. Um, what, I, what I'm familiar with calling it, what is that, like 1-2-1-1? One, one, one? Mm-hmm. So um, they, they do a lot of that with Larry Austin in the, in, in the front of it and stuff. And they're, they're long, too. So, like, they use, that, they use that to their advantage, you know, like getting a lot of steals. So um, they like to press people early and get them out of the game. One thing that I did notice is that uh, when I was filming the game, one thing that I was able to pay attention to is they don't have a lot of size. No. Yeah. So CMU, CMU doesn't have a lot of size, and so – what that does for them with the press is it allows the them to slow the game down uh, for the offense. If you have like you know a team that that you're facing against that have that has size, you know, on the whether it's from the the wings or is it that whether it's down low, and so that's going to be very interesting. But, that, but to that's see. another thing with yes. know with with those undersized people on that team, they attack the rim, getting the other teams opposing big mans, you know, in the foul trouble. So then they have to play small and. They're not used to that, but CMU likes to run small, you know, because everybody on their team can run the floor. So that's a good thing for them. Yeah, uh, Roundtree, uh, Larry Austin can uh, run the floor pretty well. And then uh, Burrell, he provided some good minutes. Uh, not not this past game, but uh, the game before that, he was able to provide a, a nice spark and had double digits in his last. Well, I think uh, that's what their team is. It's, it's led by Larry Larry Austin and, Round, and Sean Roundtree. But other than that, everybody else is just you know who who else who's gonna show up that night. Yeah, I do nice. I do like Rob Mon- um, the Montgomery guy. Uh, he's because he's big and physical. You know, yeah, he's, he's obviously not tall, but you know, like the tallest guy in the league. But you know what he likes and how he he makes up with and like athleticism. Yeah, and that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. That's what I meant earlier. Like in the past teams, they probably had one or two athletic guys, and the rest were like just people running the wings and getting open shots. This year, they actually got people who any any person can get you 20, 25 a game. You feel me? And yeah. different every uh, every game, it could be somebody different. Yeah, that's that, that's very true, Malik. Uh, each game, it can definitely be someone different because it can either be McKay, it can be Austin Jr., it can be Roundtree. Um, you never know. It could be someone off the bench. You know, it could be uh, Beachler. Uh, I've seen him uh, get a couple buckets um, in a few games before where he almost reached um, double digits. 
And so, yeah, like I said, uh, the size is something that I do think that they'll struggle with uh, throughout the season. But I think their athleticism and their their nose to uh, get to the ball defensively will definitely put them in a, in a good position. So we hope that uh, CMU is able to win uh, tomorrow against a, a Weber State team that came off, you know, a, a good win, a solid win uh, in the Bahamas yesterday. And so, yeah, we hope that the Chips are 4-0 against the um, – Weaver State opponent. All right. What do you look to see, uh, Malik, out of uh, CMU? We got, we got Jamar's take on it. What would you like to see in terms of off? Would you like to see offensively from uh, from the chips? Well, I mean, because last week, there. well, not last week, last night, they shot only twenty six percent from the field, from the three point line. I mean, excuse me, uh, six for twenty three, and then they were thirty nine percent, twenty two of fifty eight from the floor. So, what would you like to see differently uh, offensively? I mean, don't do nothing different. Just go uh, go with the game plan, go out there, have fun, run the gun. Like Jamar said, they ain't really got size, so they're going to have to press them, getting their butt on defense. Offensively, they're going to have to score the ball. And how do they do that offensively? They're going to have to use their size and speed. Well, what? They, they lack up Bro, size about, for man? their speed. Bro, I'm out, Get man. to the rim, get some uh, and ones, get to the line. Drawing fouls, getting Drawing guys. Drawing fouls, yep. Getting guys in foul trouble. So, yeah, we hope that, you know, CMU was able to get that fourth win and remain undefeated in non-conference play. And uh, we'll tell you all about that game and how it went down against Weber State uh, next week. Uh, Moving forward. You know what I'm saying? He just go check on the other. It's about... um, it's about a Mayan, it's a chapter, you know what I'm saying? Just like how you know what I'm saying? Up, yeah. Sam Crow was a chapter. Like Sam Sam yeah. Dino and all that. Yeah, yeah. but he, he just like every Alvarez a pop up, you know what I'm saying? Every, I'm yeah. like, bro, oh, Redwood. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, that that Sam Bell? Like, I'm like, man, this is stupid. Yeah, like, oh, okay, never dad. mind. Yeah, I got hit, but I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Hey, no, no, no but the, um, the DA agent, the um, not the, not the lady, but the dude, he was like a district attorney. The one with the long hair? The dude, yeah, the dude came back. He's riding on a little motorcycle. Oh, uh, I thought, why well, I thought that was Jack's dad. I'm like, this is dad. He, did, he was a feds the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> plot twist. He on Mayans, dude. Major he pop twist. up in the Mayans. Creepy stuff, yeah. Dude, creepy, creepy, bro. Welcome back to the rundown of the gentleman here talking a little bit of. Uh, What's the name of that show? Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. And what else? It was another one, right? Um, the Mayans. The Mayans, a uh, motorcycle uh, TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. FX. You, um, FX. I definitely FX. think FX. Alex oh, definitely yes. been engaged in that one. That was a that was a good one where he was in his room for hours at a time. I mean, locked Man. in because, you know, those you. those shows I do call, they're an hour long, right? I'm telling you. Yeah, they're an hour long. So we'll get a dick you'll stuck. definitely be we'll like four hours. Bam. Well, there's half of a season. It's dark outside now. Yeah. Um, it's always good to have those kind of shows to watch and binge because you'd be locked in. Like, remember Snowfall, like the whole summer, like every <laughs> Ooh, Thursday, the whole summer. Fall. Yeah, so it's going to be and then power in the summer, power. it's a power in the summertime. I want to see uh, the shot. I can't too. wait to the shot. Come yeah, the shot's time. coming on in this winter, right? Yes, yeah, in, in the winter. Sure, so that'll be good. But yeah, <clears throat> talking a little college basketball. 
Um, we just finished wrapping up with CMU. We hope they get that dub against who, fellas? Uh, Weber State. Mm -hmm. We talking basketball, baby. Basketball. <laughs> and so, Michigan Wolverines, they're ranked 18th in the country. Uh, they're 3-0. Mm, Oh boy, what'd you what'd you say, Tommy? Go blue! Oh, you, oh, that's our guess. Uh, you can see who he's rooting for on the season. Uh, what have you seen? Uh, let's have the guest here speak. What have you seen so far, uh, Tommy, from the Wolverines that you've liked so far? I mean, they just came off an impressive uh, win against the Wolverines. Win. Uh, yeah, they it was a beating. They had to get that revenge though. Uh, Seventy-three to forty-six against the eighth-ranked against the eighth-ranked Villanova Wildcats. What did you see from that game? Uh, defense. That's what I really liked, honestly. They held them to forty-six points. Uh, that's actually the highest amount any team scored on them this season so far. I know it's the beginning, but that's still good. Just got to keep locking up, man, and the offense going to come. And yeah, you know, you mentioned that, you know, the defense, and when you look at the numbers, they're very impressive thus far through these uh, few games they've had so far. Uh, Jamar, what's the scoring defense amongst the ranked in the country for the uh, Michigan Wolverines? Uh, where do they sit in the country in terms of scoring defense? They sit, they sit um, second. Right behind um, Liberty. And it looks like they only give up only uh, 42 points a game. And then in terms of scoring percentage, it looks like they only allow a total of 31% from the field defensively. Now, that's pretty okay. impressive. That's uh, that's great. Oh, right, Alex? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's real good. Uh, I guess uh, some of the D, uh, what the, the football program is rubbing off on the basketball program a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. I guess the defense is, you know what I'm saying? is a Michigan thing. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, you know what I'm saying? They locking in. But um, Beeline is a, is a great coach, man. I, I love I love John Beeline and what he's done with that program so far. And uh, it looks like, you know what I'm saying? He's showing no signs of slowing down anytime soon. He's starting to get big time recruits up there. You know what I mean? So Michigan is, is you know what I'm saying, coming back as a basketball program for sure. And Charles Matthews, you know, he decided to come back. Uh, he averaged 13 a game last year. Um, I think he's going to be a, pr a predominant reason why they're they're good on the defensive side, along with Xavier Simpson. But one thing for me, uh, I know defense wins basketball games all the time, but you got to get some buckets on the offensive end. And I think uh, that's going to have to start with a guy like uh, Xavier Simpson. Uh, what would you, what'd you think, um, Jamar, you think it starts with Xavier Simpson on the offensive side in terms of being the general and gets gets everything going on the offensive side? Because I know he's going to bring it on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to be pit bull, nose, attack, right on on ball defense. He's going to bring that. But what about the offensive side? What do you think he needs to bring a little more? Well, uh, I think he's got to be more aggressive. But in my, in my eyes, like, I, just, from, just from looking at it, Charles Matthews, um, is is more of where it comes from. I think it might be a more of a duo of things. Like, you know, you look to, like, Portland with C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard, you know, two people who can start the fire. Why do you always jump to hey, the highest hey, level of play? I'm just play saying, like, when I'm, it making comes to I'm making comparisons. <laughs> like, I'm not going to compare him to another. Tommy, no, Tommy, 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 he goes, like, what did he What did he say? I went to, like, a different sport. He went like, a whole What are you talking about basketball? I don't even know. He but like look, he said like somebody like LeBron or something. Yeah, I'm like, Whoa. but I'm not gonna compare like, them to somebody who's, who's in their league. Like I want I want to compare them to somebody who they can look up to. So that's why I think Michigan can look to them too, to be like two people who can take over a game for them. 
Because too many times I think it, um, in college basketball, I rely on one person and they're just kids, man. Like, yeah, they, uh, yeah care to share. No, I'm going to add. <laughs> on the offensive end, though, watch out for the freshman. Uh, the Canadian guy, uh, Brett Bresdeskis, or what was his name? Oh, yeah, How yeah. you mentioned his oh, name? Oh, Bresdeskis, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 13, the new, the new Mo Wagner. Ignis, yeah, he's, yeah. he's averaging uh, 16 points. He's the second leading scorer right now. The lefty. Through, through three games. And yes, indeed. He, he is uh, indeed left handed. In. He came in college ready, big body, you know what I'm saying? Good, strong wing player, uh, good athleticism, and can knock down a tray ball. Yes. Um, I expect for him, like to uh, like further down the line towards you know what I mean tournament time. I expect for him to be carrying the Wolverines' offense really for sure. What about even before that, perhaps maybe even a conference play? Yeah, maybe maybe even before that because you know he had a good game. You know what I'm saying? He he's you know what I'm saying he's everything that you look for in a in a, in a college wing player. You know what I'm saying? Him and Charles Matthews on both wings, mm-hmm. like that looked real good with Simpson coming down coming down the middle leading the break. And um, like I said, the athleticism is, you know what I'm saying, it's different for, you know what I'm saying, for, for the, you know, it's different from what we've seen from Michigan programs, you know what I'm saying, of recent, like. In the past. In the past, I should say, the, um, they're going a little bit away from, you know what I'm saying, the spot-up shooters. Basically, yeah, like we were just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. with Central. With Central. You know what I'm saying? They're moving away from spot-up shooters and getting more, like, athletic bucket slashers. Getters. Bucket getters. There you go. Guys who can make, create plays create for plays themselves. Create plays for themselves. Okay. You know? Yeah, perfect. Uh. And you know, uh, how do you say it? I don't even. Ignis is his last name, right? Ignis or his first, first name. name. His Ignis, name is. I, yeah. Bras Daskis. Bras Daskis. Look, he had 18 points. He was 7 for 11 in their last game. Uh, Charles was uh, 7 for 13. Knocked five of the seven free throws down, which is good. Which is, I mean, seventy-one percent, which is, which is good for Chuck. You know, which is good for Charles Matthews with nineteen points. But only, but only guys that scored seventy-three points, but only two guys in double digits. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, it is the number eighth ranked Villanova. So you took care of business, like regardless. You know, only allowing seventeen points in the first half. Uh, that says a lot about a defensive team, and it says a lot about. Uh, last year's game in the rematch between those two. And so uh, Michigan, you know, ranked 18th, uh, undefeated so far. They're probably going to be moving moving uh, further down the uh, rankings as as we continue to move along here, especially beating an opponent like Villanova, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got another big game coming up too, the 28th, North Carolina. North Carolina game, yeah. And what do you okay? And remember, guys, before the show, we talked a little bit about some of the key games that uh, in non-conference remaining for uh, U of M heading into conference play that they have to win. Uh, what, what were some of those games you think were key? You know, you mentioned Tommy, uh, our guest here on the rundown, uh, former JUCO college athlete, college basketball player. You mentioned North Carolina. Why do you say that? I just know that's going to be a real test for them. Because uh, they are ranked higher than Villanova, and I personally think they're a little bit better. They're going to come at you on the offensive end and defensive end hard. So them boys just going to have to be prepared. Lock them up, make good drives, knock down shots, do what they got to do. Yeah, uh, North Carolina having a pretty good season. Uh, Camp Johnson, he's leading the way, 18 points a game. Luke, uh, Luke May, he's a senior, and you know how that is with North Carolina and them always having that certain senior that's – leading the way for them in the ACC and through non-conference. But, yeah, uh, next week, matter of fact, uh, that game's going to be coming up pretty soon. You know, uh, we'll see how the chips fall because you never know. UNC could possibly lose before that. And uh, we don't expect the Wolverines to uh, lose to a George Washington team 
or a team like Chattanooga, they'll probably handle those two teams before they run into a team like a uh, North Carolina Tar Heel team. And so, Alex, what do you see? What have you seen so far from the Michigan Wolverines uh, that you think they, they can really compete uh, very well with a team like North Carolina in the Big Ten ACC matchup? Um, defense, basically, the um, the the emphasis that that the, the coaching staff has placed on um, being able to defend. You know, what I mean, that's defense gonna keep you in the game with anybody, even a team like North Carolina, because you gotta think they put up. That's a team led by Roy Williams that you know puts up ninety points on the regular. You know, 94, 95, 95 points a oh, game yeah. on the regular. So, um, yeah, so the Wolverines gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> they might have to uh, spike up the scoring a little bit, um, but. You know, Beeline, he's a um he's a pretty offensive minded coach at first, you know what I'm saying? That was kinda his memo, yeah. his thing. Yeah. So um he should have the boys ready to, you know what I'm saying, put up good buckets. It's just about um them knocking down shots. And I think a lot of that comes from the defense. So, you know what I'm saying? You can play off of turnovers, play with pace, you know what I mean? Um, get out on the break some. But um it's it's sure gonna be a good test. I'm excited to see that one. Is it the twenty eighth? Yeah, twenty eighth. Is that um oh no, that's the day before Thanksgiving, right? When's the, uh, no, Thanksgiving the 20th. 29th, ain't it? No. 29th is a, I believe, a Thursday, actually. That's going to be on a Thursday night. That's going to be a Thursday night game or a, or a Wednesday, Wednesday night game. It's either a Wednesday or th- it actually is a Wednesday because I have a project yeah. due to 27th, which, <laughs> which is a Tuesday. So that's why I remember that. So, yes, they're going to be playing Wednesday the 28th. And so that's a big game. So what other game that you see non-conference uh Jamar, that that looks like a, a good opponent that they may may be able to uh, face off against and be in a good position heading in a uh, conference play. Like I said earlier, before we recorded, South Carolina was the game that they were gonna have to win. Um, especially if we we win this game against North Carolina. North Carolina's a great team. We'll be high because then we go in the conference play. We play against Purdue. And we come off that win, then we're high. And we're not really probably thinking about the South Carolina team. We we'll probably still won't be ranked. Probably still be a good team, though. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get there, and then they'll deflate our tires. So we still got to stay focused. And we get that win, then we're in a great place. What do you think about the uh, the South Carolina game, game Cox, uh, Alex? You talked a little bit about them uh, before the show and some of the uh, key guys or key weapons that they had and that they may have to uh, watch out for the Wolf, uh, in the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, yeah. Um, the Gamecocks, you know, um, a Bruce Pearl-led team, you know, like they like to get up and down. They like to press, pressure the ball, you know what I'm saying? So that that should be another um, you know I'm saying, good defensive match. But I think um, the Wolverines, like, have more firepower offensively. Offensively. So um, I see right there ESPN is predicting a 74 Seventy-four percent chance that the Wolverines get the win, and you know what I'm saying I, I would go with that because I don't really know too much about um, what um. You got AJ Lawson. AJ Lawson, yeah, the leading scorer, sixteen guard. points a game. Yeah, so but you know, uh, Gamecocks gonna be tough for sure. Mm-hmm. I know they wish they could have got Zion. <laughs> <laughs> they should have uh, Under Armour should have been cutting them checks. Uh oh. Uh oh. You gotta bleep that out. You gotta put the bleeper on that. Uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, oh, hey, college athletes should be paid, right, Tommy? Of course. <laughs> yes, 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 three, and yes. Three former athletes here that can attest to that. Pay um, me reparations. Athletes, should, athletes, in, uh, in institutions should be paid. But um, it's a conversation, you know, that we can always have and always discuss. But um, right now, uh, Michigan Wolverines here on the rundown, and. 
you know, we've talked and we've discussed, you know, defense have been a prominent emphasis so far with the Michigan Wolverines. They come in ranked scoring number two in the country, like Jamar said, and then as mentioned, ranked seventh in terms of a field goal percentage defensively. And so, we, you know, they're going to take care of business, hopefully against George Washington. Uh, I'd like to see some good play out of uh, Teske. That's the, uh, that's the guy I'm actually looking forward to seeing uh, progress throughout the season as he's basically, you know, replacing a uh, first-round pick. I mean, right? Uh, he was first-round pick in – what's his name, fellas? What's his name, uh, Michigan Wolverine fans? Mo, Mo, Mo Wagner. Mo. Yeah, Mo Wagner. I got Mo. Um – and so, yeah, he's a first-round pick, right? Mm-hmm. And so you hope to be able yeah, to fulfill his, his shoes in the, in the right direction with uh, John Teske. He's a big seven-foot guy. He's been able to move his feet a little bit. He's showing his range a little more. Right, right, uh, right, Alex? He's been able to show it. Step it, it out a little bit. Yeah, step yeah. it out a little bit. Um, he's been able to average close to 23, 24 minutes a game around eight points, six rebounds so far. And so, yeah, you know, we hope to get the scoring up, you know, just a little bit as they continue to move forward. But as of now, the defense has been pretty stellar. And so we hope the Michigan Wolverines continue their success. Right now they're undefeated. This is the rundown with your boys. Uh, We'll be right back talking a little bit of pro basketball, right? A little bit of NBA, you know. Looking forward to it, right, Jamar? Lakers right. in seven. <laughs> can, I get, of, can I get some subtitles in here? A little bit of Detroit Ish Smith. Ish Smith. Ish Smith. It's my boy. A little bit of Detroit Pistons basketball. Detroit basketball. Listen, Lakers in six. <laughs> so we'll be we'll be right back. So don't you go anywhere. Pistons and Kings in the finals, baby. We'll be talking. <laughs> I don't know about that prediction, but oh. right, uh, we'll be discussing the Raptors uh, coming out the East. Pistons, Raptors. We got a lot of intake here. Oh, I'm so, and it looks like it's going to be pretty exciting to discuss, so don't go anywhere. This is a rundown. Uh, make sure you stay tuned. with the guys yeah this is marty marl we got tom in the building our special guest we got zach leading the way we got alex on the beat and my man leak hustle boy y'all don't want to tussle we talking about nba basketball right now so tune in baby we talking about basketball baby like Like curtis Curtis blow (laughs) (laughs) yes indeed this is the rundown where to go where to to get the where to get it started jamar Where to get it it started? So, yes, we'll be talking everything basketball. There's been so much news, so much drama, so much of everything in terms of basketball. There's been the good, the bad of the Pistons. They went out and they beat the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Dwayne Casey goes out and beat his former team that he used to coach by a game-winning shot by Reggie Bullock. Hey, but isn't it's that just so like cold, Detroit sports? Baby. To beat that right to beat the team that the coach just came from, but then lose to everybody else. Major shout out to Blake, 30 and 12. Definitely had the uh the 30 points and 13 rebounds, right? No, it was 12. 12 rebounds, 30 points, 12 rebounds. And Tommy, our special guest here 
a former uh, junior college uh, athlete, particularly in basketball, which is his favorite sport, dribble up and down the court. Yeah. My boy got them uh-uhs. If you want to ever step out on the court, uh-uh, I got my Mid-range money on time. killer. <laughs> Mid-range killer. So, yeah, uh, great to have him here in studio with the four of us. It's so crazy. Like, all four of us is in the house, and we just so happen to have our first guest the first time we all get together. So it's great to have you here, Tommy. And so um, 30 points, 12 rebounds for Blake Griffin. Um, you've seen a lot of action from the Detroit Pistons so far through the first 13 games. They're 7-6. and six. Uh, Blake Griffin's leading the way, 24, 24 points a game, um, about eight rebounds, a contest, 10 rebounds actually total, uh, eight on the defensive side. And what have you liked so far from Detroit Pistons so far this season? You know, they had their stretches of uh, streaks and losses already with five straight, but then they come out and win their last three of their last three of their last four. Uh, they a good team. They still working on their defense and playing together and stuff. They have been a little streaky. But, I mean, when everybody locking up and they going through the bigs and, like, you know, Blake and Drummond kicking it back out, getting it back and stuff, and they moving the ball, they're a hard team to beat, man. And Reggie knocking down his uh, unpredictable shots. All right. You call them unpredictable shots? Unpredictable. I pray Reggie Jackson stay healthy, man. Yeah, I know he always throw up them, them prayer three-pointers and they just magically be going in. What do you have against Reggie Jackson? <laughs> it's Link? nothing against Reggie. It's just uh, I don't think he a, he a point guard. He more or less like a like an off guard to me. He do like to score. But he can't like, pass like off guard. He's a six man. Who's yeah. a six man? He a six man. He <clears throat> what I mean? Six man. I, Ish Smith needs to be the starting point guard and have him come off the bench. I think it'd just be better I for the team. Go, and I'm not even saying that Ish Smith is the better like, all-around player. Thank you. I just like him better to lead the team. <laughs> I feel like Ray Jackson just always been a better sixth man. I want, I, like, I, just like taking it back to OKC days. When he came off the bench, he was good. I, he's not – he's not – Hey, I'll ain't nobody coming to see Reggie. Boy, I'm just saying, nobody coming to see you, Otis. So they're coming to see Ish Smith. No, right. they're coming to see Blake. <laughs> All right, then. But Ish Smith what getting I'm those wins. Is, what I'm saying but he's, is. But he's a third option. Okay. I think to see that, Pistons basketball. I ain't never been about a name, boy. I think it's about the team. Okay, that's fine. But if you have to break it down in terms of level of importance to the team, Ish I think Smith it starts. more important. But I think it starts with Blake first. Drumming. Exactly. Then Drummond yeah. second, yeah, exactly, Tommy, sure. and then third has to be Reggie Jackson. He's too unpredictable for me, man. I don't I'm, like I'm, him. In terms of what? Unpredictable. In, ter- in terms of scoring, in terms of assist, as a point in guard, he's not showing getting, up. He always ends. In terms of point guard, I'd be so much, so more satisfied if he didn't score twenty. He scored ten, and he gave me ten assists tonight. I mean, he averaged I mean, fifteen and four. It's, 15, my my 15 argument with Reggie Jackson. Assists, my yeah, argument with Reggie. More assists, look, bro. look, 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 look. My Sam, argument, Blake my argument, look, like let, me, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk, let me, that's all fine right, for him, that's not fine for him, <laughs> they all swinging it, alright, 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 let Malik talk, look, continue, continue, no, hey, yeah, okay. come on in that thing, <laughs> yeah. nobody care about what Malik got to say, cause, cause it started <laughs> off as like, as like, as I was, as I was all just like, dogging Reggie Jackson, you know, I'm not dogging Reggie Jackson. I just think Ish Smith is a better all-around point guard. You feel me? He can lead the team better. I don't think he should be starting. I think he does a better job leading that second unit. But if I need somebody to go in and regulate the pace of the game, I'm throwing Ish Smith in. I'm not throwing Reggie Jackson in. 
because you believe that he, he does a better job of controlling the tempo of the game for, for the exactly. Pistons on the offensive he, side he of the ball. point guard. Reggie Jackson is going to be the person that's going to get you the bucket. Player, he going to get you the run and gun, but right. you feel me, the, the fast that's breaks. why he deserves to be the sixth man. And it's not putting no importance on being a starter, being a sixth man. It's just saying that if I need to come out and I need to run the offense and things like that, then, then Ish Smith is the man for me. But Reggie Jackson is that man I caught on coming off the bench to score. Yeah, I don't care what he's averaging. I'm talking about how he how he can, how he controls the team. Reggie Jackson controlled the team too, bro. Pretty well, bro. Averaged more points, assists, and boards. Like, <laughs> he gets more yeah, minutes. But I think they, I think, yeah, but not by a lot because it evens out. And and that that comparison I was going to add was the thing we talked about with the Los Angeles Lakers with them getting Tyson Chandler and how they split the minutes with him and JaVale McGee. Oh, yeah, that's right. You still be. Who's better out of of Rondo and Lonzo? We'll get to that. No, it's a comparison. Come on, man. No, we'll get to that. No, but y'all want to send shots. We send shots. We get out the cargo load today. The only reason why I bring the center, the only reason why I bring Tuesday, Wednesday, all day. The reason why I bring up the center aspect is because they go and get Tyson Chandler. They they put him in the lineup right away. He gets 25 minutes a game. You get nine rebounds out of him. You get to, he's gonna alter shots. He's gonna play D. You can switch everything. Then you got Javale. He's gonna catch alleys. They're gonna do two different things. And so for Is Smith and Reggie Jackson, they're just gonna do two different things and and give you the same amount of minutes that a typical starter point guard would give you from two different guys. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I say it's basically the same production, I guess. Cause it's all gonna it's all gonna even out. That's what I'm saying. It's just different different play types. You put somebody in for a different different position in the game for different different times in the game. You feel me? Yeah, I guess I guess I just like the, what Ishmael gives me. I like the reliability of Ishmael. Like sometimes Reggie makes me mad in, in what he does because of, and, of the caliber player that I hold him to. And what do you expect? What do you expect to get out of him in the I, game? In in a. I am a little salty because I, I like Detroit and I like the I like the Pistons. So like when we got him, I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I seen what he did, you know, as a backup, you know, like and I was like, he needs his his spotlight, but I don't feel like he upped his level of play since he's got really in Detroit. Like, he's done some things, but he hasn't taken that next level to be a, a top tier point guard in the league. I, just think I mean, neither one of them a top tier like point guard. Right, not, not, so. right. I mean, if we had to go tier one, tier two, <laughs> like, tier on, three, no, so Reggie's going to probably trickle around tier three, tier four. His next okay. stop is what like talking about here, type like, So basically, And I told you from the jump, is and it falls in line in terms of level so importance for them is, the, is Blake Griffin, the drumming. We not Reggie even Jackson. so, so, so <laughs> basically. Excuse me, basically we, 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 we're we not debating. even the boys anymore. We're, we're the guys versus Jamar right now. Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. Going on man. So basically, freedom of speech. Baby. Basically, what we doing is we debating about who's the best backup point guard. Basically, because they both backups. Like, in my in my opinion, like on any, opinion. in my humble opinion, on any other team, you know what I'm saying? In the league, they'll both be backup. So yeah. both, you right? Both. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's kind of oh, yeah. like so Reggie wouldn't start for Orlando. Who's the point guard for Orlando? Exactly. That's the whole point. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Is it Augustine? Oh, it's Augustine. Yeah, it is. It's Augustine, uh, no. I, I like Augustine. Besides the Magic. I can probably find a couple more teams. Yeah, you can find a couple. Find another team, because that, that didn't even go. Orlando, Orlando's not a good count. team. I'll come that on count. 
It don't count because I know it sucks. Okay, Brooklyn. No, I say sucks on the air. No, I can for sure oh, no, say Brooklyn. Oh, no, he started out there over D-Low. D-Low played it like the two. He's he guard. So, he okay, two. so Reggie played the one so and he D-Low played the So he moving over. Okay, then that's that's two, that doesn't count either. Then with he number two. Then, then with, yeah, they got then with I knew, and that's what I was waiting on. No, that's what I was waiting on because where did Dinwiddie once play? The Pistons. And who and who was starting? That was the Pistons. The Pistons Wait a minute. The Pistons are the same team. They didn't draft Nello, but they might get him now. All right, basically. Basically, the Pistons. The Pistons is going to go as far as Blake Griffin take. There we go. We talking about Ish Smith and Reggie Jackson and all these other players. And we need to be talking about Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah. He's played phenomenal. 24 points, 10 rebounds a contest. Uh, like he, like Tommy said, 30 points, uh, 20, 2012 rebounds. There you go. Uh, poor, it was a slightly poor performance yeah, for um, – With Stanley on. Oh, Stanley actually had double digits in this contest. He <laughs> yeah, wasn't you know, he uh, up, he up and down. trying to find it, if you will. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> boy, he be trying to find it like a uh, – whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> you got to stop there, okay? <laughs> Well, oh my podcast God. is this. Mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, no. Um, yeah, Blake Griffin, uh, 30, 30 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, Andre Drummond, 11 points. 30 piece. Uh, 12 rebounds. Reggie Jackson, 13 points. But he had three turnovers with his six assists. Mm. Ish Smith had eight points, five assists, no turnovers. No turnovers. So, no, so, no. So, that's what you so, – so, like you said, there's two different styles of play. You're going to have one guy who's going to be able to control the tempo a little more. That's coming off your bench. And you have another guy who's going to be maybe a little more aggressive. However, he's going to make the more mistakes. Like, you're right. You're right. right. It's, it's, it's Smith is, is, is where he should be off coming off the bench because – like like you like we said, like Ishmith is the guy who come in, control the pace, controls the offense, you know. Doesn't do amazing things, oh, but does the what the coach needs. Yeah, they've been, they been a good team. Did the uh did Kawhi and, play? Yeah, and Kawhi definitely played. You no. Know, okay, so the last play, yeah, so the, I'll break down the last few plays for you because it was a circus. The last few plays sure with those who played pistols yeah, of the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, definitely is, yeah. Oh, you talking about off the little buzzer beat? Yeah, yeah. Uh but look, yeah, I seen that. I seen it. Yeah, um, so Kawhi comes down, he was gonna dribbles down, the ball goes off his foot, <laughs> goes off his foot. Next possession, uh, dribble drive down the lane. Who dribbles? Who drives to the lane in the game? Was it? It might have been Reggie Jackson. If not, it was Ish Smith. One or the other. Block shot. They take it out. They find Reggie Bullock, who knocks down the jumper, and they secure the victory, one hundred six to one hundred four. And so looking back on this game, you know, Detroit Pistons, they shot 48%, 30 from the three-point line, shot 10 of 33. Meanwhile, the Raptors, they were able to hold them pretty well defensively on the three-point line, Tommy. They were uh, only four for 20, but they shot, you know, 49% from the field. And so that's pretty good. Being able to stop the three ball like that, only four for 20, right? Yeah, that's great. Got to play better defense inside a little bit, though. It would have been a whole different game. But, hey, they came out with the dub. That's all that matter. And one thing I can attest to is, like, the rebounding. You know, they got out-rebounded in this game uh, by a, a minus 10. It was 49 to 39 in the rebound category. They got out-rebounded? Yeah, they got out-rebounded uh, 49 to 
39 on the glass. And you don't expect that, you know. No, that shouldn't Andre, be happening. Yeah, Andre, I mean, Andre Drummond had 12 rebounds and so did Blake Griffin, but those guys are going to need some help out there on the, on the glass. Can I say something? Yes. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Whoa. Please don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, hey. We can take this outside. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, l- look at this right here. Kawhi Leonard is 6th rate from the free throw line. Yep. Buckets. He's a star in the league, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Blake Griffin a star in the league? Yes. Sure. Blake Griffin is one one of two from the free throw line. Only two free throws. He shot eight threes. That's fine. He, he can Settling. shoot. That's, that's fine. Yeah, he does. But a lot of times when Blake drives the rim, he doesn't get that credit like people like Kawhi, James Harden, Le- LeBron. No, no, no. Because I've seen it in games. He doesn't he get don't, He do get like a lot of no calls, bro. The LeBron too. You talk about no, 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 no. You no, act no. like LeBron. No, LeBron no. don't get no calls. But LeBron still gets more free throw attempts per game than Blake does. Like I don't know. Because Blake is settling. He's a settler. Look here. <laughs> I told you about the boys versus Jamar. Man, you seen what he did to Malik Monk though? After no, but, but no one else is disagreeing with the one. Yeah, I'm just saying that's why. Oh, I'm so with the boys why. versus Alex right now, I'm with it. Nah, I'm, I'm just oh, <laughs> get him out of here. I'm just telling you why he does. You know what I'm saying? No dread. No, that's why he. Only shooting two free throws a game, my boy. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Because he be settling. Okay, I mean, well, you shoot eight three pointers. Shoot, you, you're power four. You shoot eight three pointers. But if you go to the game against 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 the um the Hornets, it, he didn't mm-hmm. even get to the line that much. And I, I replays during the game. Commentators talking about attacking it. the rim. He was he was attacking, he was attacking the rim again and getting beat up. Oh yeah, elbows, I mean, everything. That's, yeah, that's because um like the stronger players like they they don't react as much. You know what I'm saying to like. Touch fouls. He's over five. Like you know, what I'm saying. Uh, uh, but in that game, he was over five from the three point line, and he was four for sixteen. A, a hard foul to Blake Griffin and LeBron is like a touch foul. You know what I'm saying? To you, you, you I mean, I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I'm just. I mean, you, you, you brought up the Hornets game, and in the Hornets game, you only had ten. Four points. for sixteen. He shot the ball. So, from so, three point so look, he's four for five. So he didn't buy a bucket from the he's four three point six, line. He's four, listen, he's four of sixteen. Five of those missed shots are threes. The rest are in the in the rim area getting hit and missing the layup because he's getting beat up. Come why on, you, man. Come on, you, man. You're Come pow- on, man. You're a power, Come on, you're man. A power forward. Getting beat up. He needs Attempting five threes and, plus a contest. And you know, he what, be sh- what he league be sh- are you in now? He be shooting the this, isn't, this isn't the Jerry West times. Yeah, this, this is New 20. Day age where we got centers shooting threes. JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee is hitting threes. Why can't he shoot threes? Personally, Blake Griffin can shoot threes. I think he just had off games, but you can't complain Cut. about free throws. Not be as aggressive. You know, wow! Like so now, now a three point shooter yeah. can't complain about free throws. I'm just saying, like, man, let me know. I'm something. just saying, though. Look, I don't if know. If I'm not getting the, if I'm, I'm, if I'm not getting as many calls I need to down low, you gonna be outside shooting for like shooting threes. And you gotta account for his injuries and stuff too, bro. Like before, he just was really going to the rim and just dunking, getting hurt uh, every well, single year. In my opinion, being cautious of his body. He in my opinion, you I know got, that's what we're saying. That's that's three. You got a, you got a couple <laughs> people around you. That's it's, it's just, there's a consequence. Just, there's a consequence when you go zero for five or three from eight from downtown as a power forward, and you your teammates suffer. Like against Charlotte Hornets, where he was zero for five. And four for sixteen, like he said, shooting jumpers. When what did you say? Settling. In his defense, uh, everybody was off that game. The only person that was hitting that game from deep was Reggie Bullock, who was five for six. He was six for nine. Okay. Uh, six for nine. Twenty-three. At one points. point, it was five for six. Oh, like I ain't watched the game, so I couldn't even tell you what happened. What? But I just know, like from what I seen from Blake Griffin over the years, like Tom said, like maybe the injuries slowing him down. But like you know, what I'm saying your game do has to change because you don't, I mean, you but- can't. Expect him to take all all that wear and tear. So I understand why he settles a lot, but that is like a knock on Blake Griffin. Yeah, 
it even was back, you know what I'm saying, even back then when he was super athletic at the Clippers, you know what I'm saying, sometimes people thought he settled too much. Like yeah, for mid-range, spot-up jump shots. He's still athletic. Or, you know what I'm saying, step-back jump shots. You know what I'm saying? Try to open up the package, which I understand, you know what I'm saying, because it's, it's about longevity at this point, you know what I mean? But, you know what I'm saying, it's, that's the that's the trade-off. You, get, just you don't get as look many free throws. I mean, you know even I mean? like his dunks and everything, everything's stiff. When you shoot, see him shoot threes, he's all clinched up and he shoots it like goes in from time to time. Not that game. But, <laughs> you know, I, but like you said, it was a knock on his game when he, when he first got in. Like, was he just a smaller version of DeAndre Jordan with better dribbling ability? There you go. So there you have it, uh, the Detroit Pistons. Where they, they face right off now? against. They have a few days off. Where they, where they, have, they, they have a, where they sit. Yeah. Seventh. They sit Ooh. seventh in the East. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, in the East, at seven and six. Um, right above them is uh, Philly, who just came off a loss. They sit at nine and seven. The Boston. Shouts out to Embiid. The, uh, the, <laughs> the uh, Boston Celtics. They sit at eight and six. The Indiana Pacers. They also are eight and six. Uh, sitting at the top of the helm is the team they just beat, and so that's that shows you how impressive that the win actually really is because they beat a pretty good Toronto Raptor team, a team that's actually twelve and three now on the season, and so it's going to be very good, and they have a pretty good momentum, and they're in a positive direction heading into this Monday. They have quite a few days off. Um, and they play Monday, Monday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers who've been struggling all season, you know, all season. They fired the coach, uh, Teron Liu, uh, Larry Drew's in there now. And I believe they've only won, what, two games. one or two games. They've only won their 2-12 and 12 so far in the year. And so, yeah, I expect a uh, W out of that team. I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop uh, Blake Griffin for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not Tristan Thompson. Not Tristan Thompson. But uh late as of late, although they have been losing, uh Colin Sexton, he's been playing very well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah last man. couple games. Okay. Yeah, his last few Young games. Bull. Yeah, because he, he actually got called out by some of the vets. You know, mm-hmm. they said that uh yeah, this guy can't play basketball. Yeah, it's like, you don't know how to play the game. <laughs> they basically just said, yeah, you don't know how, you don't know how to play the game basketball. <laughs> yeah, and he responded to that. Yeah, you remember Brian and them on that the HBO the shop when they was talking him and Draymond was talking about it. it's a lot of players in the league who just you know what I'm saying raw athleticism you know what I mean uh, and they don't really know the game you know what I mean and, you know what I'm saying. And, and, and basketball is a game like that you know what I'm saying where you can just you know what I'm saying sometimes talent you know what I'm saying outweighs. Everything else, you know what I mean? Talent, you know what I'm saying? Just God-given athleticism and whatnot. Yeah, God-given so, ability. So, like, it is players in the league who just be out there, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> just getting buckets. No. But, you know what I'm saying, don't know your V cut from a back cut. From a, you know what I mean? <laughs> when the screen, when not the screen. Yeah, we really couldn't tell you those type of things, but they know how to put the ball in the hole, you know what I mean? And as far as, you know what I'm saying, Colin Sexton, you know what I'm saying, that's kind of how his game is. He's just like a, you know what I'm saying, an alpha dog, or like a go get it, you know what I'm saying? Go mm-hmm. to the bucket, do his Thing, I'm gonna you know come I mean? at you. Yeah. So the vets, around. the vets probably just had an issue with you know what I'm saying his 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 knowledge of the game. But you know what I'm saying to say to call, you know what I'm saying you know they're not calling out his skill set. Yeah. For sure. But that's for something sure. they gotta work with him though. You feel me? He a freshman. I mean yeah. not a freshman, but a uh, yeah, <laughs> So you know. That's going to come with the game. That's going to come with playing the game. You know. And y'all on the struggling. Y'all on the rebuild right now. So. 
it's not completely on him, their record and their their downfall. Right. You the feel Vets me? Need to step up too. Yeah. And, and, and remember, 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 we talked about this a little uh, bit. Kevin Half the team is hurt. That's made out of glass. Yeah, yeah. You said yeah. Kevin. I mean, you fire, you fire Teron Lue. That boy made out of paper. <laughs> they fired <laughs> paper. You know they mean? fired Teron Lue while Kevin Love's hurt, and then they have other guys hurt like George Hill and then Osman. Uh, my boy Seti. Seti Osman. He missed a few games, so they they've had injuries along the way. Uh, in Cleveland, but fair, yeah, yeah, which was definitely unfair for Tyron Lue. Uh, they haven't won a game on the road yet. Um, Detroit Pistons are going to be three and th- they're three and three at home, and they got a home game against the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, this Monday, 7 p.m. at the Little Caesars Arena. Hopefully, uh, get some fans in there because it's it's kind of scarce in there sometimes. The new, the new, the new arena. Yeah. Is that, is that the game on? That the not game as, on Monday? Not as much. Yeah, yep. That's oh, the yeah, game I'll, I'll be Monday. there. You'll I'll be, there. be there. Yeah, me and my class, we going there. All right, know? so yeah, you hear that? Uh, Leak yeah, is going to actually be know. in Can the I house. Go? Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> Uh, Detroit provide a uh, transportation, yeah. We need another driver. Our own transportation? Nah, we need another driver though. Oh, another car well, cool driver. Well, can't help <laughs> you with that. She wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a ticket for me. Man, I ain't even got a ticket yet. <laughs> so it know. sounds like uh, Leak's gonna need some tickets for this Pistons <laughs> Cavaliers game. Uh, we hope Detroit Pistons. I take care of business. Andre Drummond. Uh, we see. Hopefully, he can get him a 15 plus 15 plus game again. Get another 20 point, uh, 15 rebound or 12 rebound, 25 point, 10 rebound performance out of Blake Griffin. 18 points, eight assists out of uh, Reggie Jackson. Even Ish Smith can provide some great minutes whoa, off the whoa, bench with 10 whoa. points, look five at, assists. Don't you? Don't you give that me that? Don't you give me that even? <laughs> even Ish Smith. This boy in love. What? <laughs> 10 points, five assists. That's not bad. We snatching buffs out here. <laughs> All right. And so, yeah, we look to see great things from the Pistons. Uh, you know, they've lost five in a row, and then they go and win three of their last four. So it looks like a positive direction thus far. They have a pretty good good chance to uh, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's suffering from injuries and coaching and, and everything else. So That's funny. looking forward to that. Talk a little bit of NBA, <laughs> fellas, just as a whole. Moving general, forward. You know, it's, big uh, Brian, big goat Brian. You got uh, LeBron. 44. Uh, they, they, they struggled early on. 44. And then Magic has a conversation. 44. With uh, Luke Walton. <laughs> big goat. And ever since, you know, the Lakers have been in pretty good shape thus far. You know, they're in their last outing. LeBron James goes out, uh, scores how many points, Alex? Four for four. 40, <laughs> 44. <laughs> uh, scores 44 points. Uh, Served up the Wendy special. Yeah, 10, <laughs> 10, over 10 rebounds, 9 assists, nearly a triple-double. And surpassed none other than Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> for fifth all-time scoring. <laughs> and he did that against a pretty good ball club, by yes. the way. Yes, yes. Pretty Shout decent out. ball club. Shout out to Wilt, um, the champ. The Portland pimp. Trailblazers no. with Damian Lillard and... C.J. McCollum, you know, great backcourt, big, great uh, backcourt in the West and the NBA overall, and they go out there it's and they the win. Rock. They go out there and they win a good game, and so 
right. moving in a good direction, you know. All right, so LeBron's performance the other night, what mm-hmm. was this, yesterday or two nights ago? Two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Two nights ago. Now, that was GOAT status right there. Whoa, you know what I mean? I'm listening. You know what I mean? That's what we need to see from LeBron all the time because, you know what I'm saying, he can do that. But it's really he had his jump shot going, you know what I mean, five for six from the three. That's amazing for LeBron. Um, He knocked his free throws down. You know what I mean? And he just seemed like he seemed assertive. I think he um he came into the game, like, you know what I'm saying? He came goal, into the game knowing with a, with that I only had 39, 39 points, points to yep. beat Will Chamberlain exactly. for top five. I'm at, I'm at home. A, a, I'm at home. We got these fresh, crispy jerseys on. <laughs> oh. Brand new. You look good. <laughs> you play good. Show. You know what I mean? National televised game. Uh, Lonzo came, strapped down. Hairline freshly painted. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep. Wow. Yeah, wow. Throw that in there. <laughs> wow. But it wasn't just him. We had a like I said, a great performance. Isabel McGee, 20 points, um, four rebounds. But then Tyson Chandler, he, he comes in and give you four give you four points, but six rebounds. And so they combine for 10 rebounds in that contest. Javel McGee had two blocks. And so that's 24 points between uh both centers there. And then you have 17 points out of Brandon Ingram, 11 points out of Lonzo. Zo ball, ZO2. 13 points out of Caldwell Pope. Shot very efficient, 4 for 8, 3 for 4 from downtown. For the first time all year. Oh, yeah, Caldwell Pope, he's, he's finding it. He's finding it. He's, he's, had his, uh, he's had his moments in the last games. five games. He's been, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think it's he's just a matter of down. you got to find the, 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 the right minutes it's and the, in the, the appropriate the time unit. Right in the appropriate unit. unit. Who's at, better, Lazo right Ball time. or Is Smith? Okay. Here oh, we go. Here we go. Boy, I was just out. in the podcast. We're going to put him outside. Yeah. Man. He got to get out. Time out. That's the go. Go, but, uh, go on the car. <laughs> remember, this is the Rundown podcast. But, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, them Lakers, uh, t- uh, uh, after the All Star <laughs> break, <sighs> it's going to be trouble. That's all I can tell y'all. Lakers in seven. I'm out. Yeah, wait till they get it, uh, wait till they get it going for sure. Well, I ain't gonna go as far as say Lakers, Lakers and seven. Yeah, you know, know that gets a little out of hand. But once especially for twenty eighteen, I'm gonna be that person to talk about the cat in the room. What about when cousins come back? Boogie oh cousins, all five of them. <laughs> first of all, first of all, all four of them can't even get along. Lakers, that, and, Lakers that, and seven. That's Tommy. Uh, that's Tommy. Because we got Tyson Lakers Ch- and seven Tyson because Draymond and KD get ejected <laughs> for fighting <laughs> each other. Tommy, right, it happens. Bro. We got Draymond gonna elbow somebody. Big McGee. Demarcus gonna elbow somebody, so he out. So we got Tyson for for Boogie. What? We gonna sit down. OG. Remember, we strapping down. Remember, this is the rundown. Certified and verified. Rundown special guest. Boogie got grown man strength. But no, too. real talk. Special though. guest. <laughs> Tommy, special guest. Really? Tommy Anderson is in the house uh, talking uh, all NBA for the next uh, half hour or so. It's going to be great. It's been great. Uh, continue, guys. Uh, yeah, Lakers. What about Golden the new, State uh, and Juggernaut? Front runner in the East. DeMarcus Cousins. Who's the front runner? The new front runner in the East. Well, what we're going to do. Sixers. Well, no, let's go back to what Tommy said about, you know, the Juggernaut and. The what in the room? <laughs> cat. The cat. The cat. The big, big cat. cat. Yeah, the big the cat. cat. <laughs> the cat out of the room and the cat out of the bag. Five all-stars, bro. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Four and a half. <laughs> Lakers and seven. Yikes. <laughs>
It's about the team. It's about the team. Boogie gonna come in thinking he's Splash Brother. Gonna try to shoot all the threes. Draymond gonna punch him in his chin. Like, bro, that ain't what we do. I don't think it Then KD gonna look at look at Boogie like that was my shot. And then Draymond gonna be like, we gotta shoot some too. The Warriors, they've been exposed recently though. You know what I'm saying? Teams, teams been working, you know what I'm saying? Been working on like defensive. That's why all the teams nowadays just trying to get like positionless, you know what I mean? So they can switch everything, switch all those screens. You got Curry and Clay running off. If you can switch them all, you know what I'm saying, and just get good physical, you know what I'm saying, contest, good, run them off the three-point line, and you got a good chance, you know what I mean? Houston did a, they good, a great job of that too. last year, you know what I'm saying? Last year in the Western Conference Finals, great job switching everything, running the shooters off the three line. I mean, I mean look, the Warriors are... It's possible. Are what KG exactly, say? Well, um, anything is possible. Anything, anything is possible. <laughs> the Warriors are that team that... Me and Alex and and Tom and Zach are used to growing up with those teams that don't really have a true center, but are just speed, running, gun. And that's what the Warriors are. They're, they're what the NBA is running towards, that running gun team, fast-paced offense, great defense, you know. Right, great so defense? No, I got to stop you right there. <laughs> no, I got to stop you right there. Whoa, great team defense? <laughs> Are we speaking the NBA as as a whole, or what are what are we what are we speaking in terms Warriors. of? I mean, they play, play defense. defense. The Warriors, I mean, yeah, they the play Warriors good. Yeah, they play good the defense. Play they're, good. they're league leaders in scoring in terms I wouldn't of see the them whole as NBA top tier as a whole. Team just you don't, who's a who's a top tier defensive team? None, none yet. Nobody plays defense in the NBA. None. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. look at the scoring. Everybody, and that's my biggest problem. Josh Richardson for the Miami Heat averages twenty points. Wow, I have right because basically who. Gonna check who though. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody get into this. Uh who gonna stop this player? Who gonna stop that player? I don't think no players in the NBA can just be like, you know what I'm saying, completely checked and just shot. I mean, but that's the problem with the with the refereeing and the officials. Like, you know, and it's not necessarily them, it's the rules and how the game is constructed now. You know, that's why we get in these debates about who's the greatest. And it's like if Jordan was in his league, he'll average 50 points per game because you can't touch him. Bean, Bean Bryant. Back. To the east, you know, we talked a little bit about the West with the Warriors and the Lakers. Oh, the Raptors you know, gotta come out. You know, we'll see what the we'll see what the Rockets do. You think after, they come out of it now? We'll see what the Rockets do. Uh, but we've seen something interesting this past week in the East. And it's making me mad. Really? Yeah. It made you mad. It's made me mad. Yeah, the trade. And the reason why the trade. The reason why the Jimmy Butler trade made me mad is because I have Jimmy Butler on fantasy. Let me wait. Let me. Let me elude. Let me elude. Wait. Let me tell the people. Let me tell the people what we're talking about because you know they don't know. Well, they better know. Open your ears and shut your mouth, people. Well, they want you. This is the rundown. Right. They want you to hush your mouth so I can tell them. So Jimmy Butler. Was traded from the Minnesota Timberwolves for Robert Covington, for Robert yes. Covington and Dario Sargix and Jared Bayless in a 2022 second round draft pick <laughs> to the Philadelphia 76ers. And now the East looks stronger than ever in recent years. Um, it's competitive across the board. Mm-hmm. Zach Badgerhouse here. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Look, 76ers just made the Eastern Conference the most the most competitive between the two conferences. Um, you said the 76ers the most competitive. No, they've made the East the most oh. the most. They've helped make the East the most competitive. No, it's more competitive because yeah. of how sorry they are, and, it, and I, not not just saying they're just terrible teams, but it's just the gap between the West and the East is so large to me. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, like because because of the, the because of what they have to have to compare themselves it. to. No, it, just just let me hear me out. Mm-hmm. The way the West is set is like everybody's chasing the Warriors. Like there's no there now that LeBron's gone, there's nobody chasing anybody. It is open. It's more competitive. It is more competitive. I mean, everybody. But it's because of how everybody is sitting around. Nobody's the season, just before that the season, far above. No, before the season started, everyone already counted and banked. On zero zero, everybody. The Boston Celtics dominating the East day one. Nah, and they're uh, I, I wasn't, I wasn't yes, one. Of, no, I wasn't one. Nope. Every who is everyone? I didn't say that. I everyone. Said, I said the Raptors. You know, well, yeah, I, you, yeah, I agree you, you with. Hey, I, I like no, the Raptors. You, yeah, he said that. Yeah, Alex did say the Raptors with Kawhi Leonard, but. All I heard from media was the Boston Celtics were, were always going to be the well, first. That's because and that, I know you all have heard that, too. And, and that's Boston, because and that's they, because they, see, the they, they always see the, counted they the Boston see the Celtics fact that Kyrie, right away. The Kyrie, the Kyrie left out early. The Gordon Hayward never got a shot. And that means nothing to me because it's like, okay, yeah, they come back, and then now it's more people fighting for the ball. You know, like it's only one basketball. So right, I knew, and so I said, I said before the season started, it's not gonna work. And I was hoping it wasn't gonna work. As biased as that sounds, but I didn't think it would work. Boston Celtics. Uh, you got Kyrie, Gordon Hayward. You got a guy like Terry. You got a guy like Terry Rozier. You got a guy like Jalen Brown. And you got a guy like Jason Tatum. All these good players need the basketball. You notice I didn't mention Al Horford. I was yeah, never going to mention him. Yeah, like, it only, it only is, works, it only works in, certain, in, certain, in certain settings. I think that's exactly. Like, they got too many people that play the same position, the same style. Like, you exactly. got to get rid of one of uh, Jason, uh, Jason, Jason Tatum or Gordon Hayward or Jalen Brown. You got to get rid of one. More is more. More is not always better. Yeah. But more is always yeah, more is more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got you look at team, you look at teams like the Warriors. Like and it works for them because Clay doesn't need the ball to operate. You know, he can score forty points with five dribbles. You know, because he's gonna spot up. He's gonna shoot those threes. Curry doesn't even need the ball. Kevin can get the ball and bring it up and give it to everybody. Like it, it doesn't matter. And then like the same thing goes for the Sixers. Like the Sixers get Jimmy Butler. He needs the ball. Ben Simmons, I feel like needs the ball. Like it's the only, as of late, it's like the only way he can really like be a good player and a player that can be utilized for good purposes is if the ball is in his hand. Hey, you talking about Ben yeah. Simmons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he tries. Because that, that's one of the reasons why him and Markel Fultz can't even be on the court at the same time because they don't score because both of them need the ball. What are we going to – Tommy, you are a special guest here on the rundown, a former you know, former uh, basketball junior college, uh, college athlete. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what you've seen from – Markel folks, man, you know, it's been a rough pump fake. It's been a rough year. He's pump faking at the free throw line. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like it doesn't look you want it to be fixable, but right now, man, it's just not looking like that's gonna be a fixable situation. I don't know what happened to his shoulder because at Washington, I honestly was just watching his college highlights the other day. That dude was a bucket. And he was clamping, shooting threes, free throws, whatever. But I don't know, man. I just hope everything gets fixed and he find this it was, he's still trying to find it right now because he's technically a rookie you know he's, he's just start playing for real well so i don't expect him to be good honestly for like th- one to two years I think already i no. mean he's number one he's number one pick, number one pick. so there's 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 things put on him so like with number one pick comes you gotta produce in no, one don't. to two yes anthony bennett 
Do you? He went to the you Cavs. have to. No, okay. He did not produce. What's your? What's your? That's not. That's, that's a bust. A bust. <laughs> so be, no, being a number one no, pick, you, you have but, to come but out. But you don't produce. want folks to be a bust. Though. Yeah, no, I don't. You don't want folks to be a bust. So I feel what you're saying, but as a number one pick, you almost knew he was gonna be a bust. Yeah. As number one pick, is what you're supposed to. It's not what you do. It's what just. It's what is expected of you. Like it's expected of LeBron to carry the Lakers. And I understand what's expected, bro. But at the same time, he can't. You know what I'm saying. He can't be at that level. Well, right he now. shouldn't have came out of college yet. He probably should. It's a lot of people who should. Right, and I understand that, but that's all I'm saying. It's a, but it's, he it's, do get to play. Things are expected until you when hey, you get to league. A that's lot of people a whole get to different league conversation. Don't do whole different conversation. <laughs> pay the players. Whole different conversation. Though. Easy. He do get to play game. behind Ben Simmons and now Jimmy Butler too, though. So it's a chance that oh, his, you know, what I'm saying, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Improvement, you know, could come sooner than I think. But I'm gonna give him one to two years. I honestly think. I honestly think it's all mental. Like, you know, like uh, the whole pump faking at the free throw line. Like, he, I don't know who. He need to go talk to. What's, what's the boy, the boy out in, too, um, what's the, his, in Boston? Uh, his shooting coach. Jason like, Tatum's shooting coach. What's his minutes looking like? Because I know, like, looking at their stats, I know last year, like, a lot of times, like, TJ McConnell would be going off. He'll be getting a lot of minutes. Or uh, They haven't played him really very much, honestly, yeah, all saying, season. Yeah, but yeah, Most of his minutes has saying, really been going to Markel folks. That's what I'm saying. But, like, sometimes he'll play. Sometimes J.J. Reddy get the uh, nod in front of him. And sometimes, like, they get the, uh, they get the flipping them around sometimes. And their minutes are consistent. They can't trust lot. him. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they've really been able to trust him. Uh, I mean, the previous 10 games, he's averaged, you know, 23 minutes, 9 points, you know, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, uh-huh. shooting a little bit under. And y'all got to look um, at who's been on the court. 44%. Wow, he's been on the court, too. Yeah, I think they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, there are a lot of teams, I think, in the East that are still trying to figure it out. But I think the East, man, it's, it's – you say it's not more competitive. I think it is in terms of – it's the West with Golden State in the field. Who's played good in the West outside of the Denver Nuggets? The and Lakers. The, besides the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> who Lakers. else can play? Who's else played good consistently? Why he ignoring me? Like he don't hear me saying the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers have not the Sacramento Kings. The, La- the Lakers have not played they well. They're on a four-game winning streak and they beat the Nuggets. Yep. They beat the Nuggets. Who else? They beat the Nuggets. They beat the Nuggets. Okay, they beat the Nuggets. Oh, they ain't played nobody. They, they beat the Blazers. Warriors. No, they beat the Blazers. They beat yeah, the Blazers twice. Twice, two times. Uno, dos. Maybe the Blazers. Western Conference but, standings. Uno, dos. Warriors 12 and 4. Trailblazers 10 and 4. But the Lakers, Nuggets, you know, Trailblazers. Can we get our little win streak? They're, they're seventh. Look, they're seventh. Can we get our win streak going? They're up? seventh in the West. Can we can we get on our win streak? They're seventh in the West. No, you know who's surprising They've won four good, straight. They're seven and three in their last ten games. You're right, though. It is just the Eight, Warriors six. and the Rockets, though. And then the but team. they ain't really the Rockets because the Rockets, have, they're yeah. way down. They're at yeah, 500. They're at play well. Who's second? The Denver Nuggets? nine and five. The Blazers. So, like I said, you guys, like, the Lakers beat a good team in the Trailblazers. You know, they're only 10-4 and four on the year. And then the Nuggets. And then the Nuggets. And I said, right yeah, you got the Nuggets. The Clippers, they're not for real. So, how, so how is the this? Still, you got to look at the last thing. Yeah, yeah, you got to realize, though, it's still, realize though, it's still early. They 9-5, too. So, how is this? Still early. That means, that all that tell you is, you know what I'm saying, it is actually kind of competitive. It is. 
the Clippers seven and three. You against, don't got uh, teams ten and one. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Ten and two. You know what I'm saying? In the West, you don't got that. Really, it's besides the Warriors, I guess. And they they lost four times already. Yeah, they lost. They've lost four games. But they, so they've been. They've been that means the East is real top heavy of anything. The Sacramento Kings. Warriors been injured this season. Toronto. You got the Celtics and every in the field basically. I mean, but you got the Celtics sit. Okay, I'll tell you what. So Boston Celtics sit at eight and six. And then in the seventh and seed good? is the Lakers is eight and six. So that the seventh seed is eight and six in the West, and then up here is eight and six over here up top in Indiana Pacers in the East. Is the three seed at yes. eight and six? Yes. So what, what? So what are we talking about? I mean, I'm I'm saying the Boston Celtics and Indiana Pacers they both sit at eight and six. The Sixers are not in this. It's tighter, is what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's tighter. A, so, it's, he it's said, tighter. So, so you saying like it's, it's tighter? Like, it's tighter in the East. You saying like oh. who who's more exciting to watch? Pretty much. How is it tighter? Like it's more, it's, more, it's gonna be more exciting to watch the Eastern Conference because you know you don't they don't have like a definite. How? Cause they it's not a definite. Cause they like, losing. Yeah. They all losing. They lose. Bro. So yeah, because it's, it's competitive. It's no, it's not. It's, 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 it's competitive because over here, <laughs> that means it's a bunch of sorry teams playing so each other. So the Clippers, wait. So the Clippers are good. The Clippers. Oh, you said they're good this year. Yeah, the Clippers. No. Okay. They're not. So the Thunder. So are the Thunder good this year? Yes. I mean, without Russell right now, they don't have Russell right now. I mean, yes, they're good. They they're gonna be a playoff team. And then what about the Grizz? Okay, the Grizzlies and the Kings. No, they're not good. Okay, but okay. So what about the teams out here that are actually competing in the East? So they're the not, Pacers. They're not good. No. The Pacers, so the Pacers aren't better than the Clippers. No. Yes, they are. No, they're not. You don't, you don't no, think so? Hey. I think they win. Not, I mean, that's a strength. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, you you can't you can't argue, you can't say that the West is top heavy and not say the East is top heavy. It's the same. They all they all you know they both top heavy. It's both three. You know yeah, no, and I agree. I agree with Addison. They're both they're both top top heavy. It's just that the the West is like there's a clear cut number one. In the East, that's it's it. not a clear cut number one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. the only difference, bro. Yeah, Everything a, else is just everybody losing to everybody. And I, and I think that's what make it like. Tighter. I think I think that's what I mean, make that's, it. That's yeah, what make that's it tighter. NBA. But you have to just really just look up like cross conference games. Really, like you know, what I'm saying when it gets to that point, just you know, what I'm saying Google, you know, what I'm saying West versus the East and see who wins. You know, what I'm saying that way. That's the only okay. way you can really, you know, what I'm saying determine. You know, what I'm saying the best card. That's how I see the head to head. You know, what I'm saying head to head matchups. Yeah, but like you know, what I'm saying because you know most of the games is interconference anyway. So it's like you know, what I'm saying they they beating each other. Who would y'all guess to be in the uh, conference finals on the East side this year? The East, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Celtics and the Raptors. I would say Raptors and Bucks. Man. Oh, the Bucks! Yeah, yeah I forgot Bucks. the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. to Jay, man. He loves Bucks. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks. Uh, Antetokounm, he too much, bro. Too much, bro. Too much. He bro. too much. And Middleton, bro, good second man, boy. I got him on my fantasy team. Oh yeah, team uh, too. Middleton in that contract year too. Remember, mm-hmm. this is the right it's, it's, bag, it's bag season. That's he why he. <laughs> That's why he, he oh, yeah. doing Special that. Special guest, Tommy in the building. Uh, the Bucks finna have to drop that cheese. Warriors in LA on the West. Open up, you pull out the bridge truck. So first year, you're gonna go out on a limb. First year, Brown Western Conference. I think he's gonna make it there, yeah. Because it's Honestly. a mar- because it's a marathon and yeah, he got all the tools he needs uh, to do that too. And they it's only a marathon, grown. not a sprint, not a sprint. Okay, yeah. right. so, that's a, gonna, so that's your that's your approach. I still don't see Lakers. getting past the Warriors. Yeah, that's like injuries, you know what I'm saying, or something like. If we talking about full healthy teams, pull out pull out the Lakers schedule real quick. Click on the Lakers. Los Angeles. Okay, coach. so what, what's what's the streak they are right now? Four games. Remember you said four, four games. games. Four games. Four game win. Yeah, streak. I won for sure. I was and just then... talking. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> shows how much you know. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I was just guessing. Oh, no, I'm sure. hitting though. Yeah. It's four. It's for sure four. Yeah. Yeah. But look, the magic. That's it, dude. No, no, no. They have, no, they have a chance to. Miami. No, they have a chance to go that's on like a seven. Eight. They have a chance to go on a seven, eight, ten game. Cleveland. Oh, he about to go crazy. You yeah. know, Brian about to go Cleveland. They got a crazy. chance to, at Cleveland. Well, they four, at Miami, he about to go crazy, bro. He's um. They honestly, Utah. They've won four in a row. They got a chance to. They got a chance to really go on a run and kind of get some things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Rondo's out. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to allude to that too in just a second about the impact of Rondo's injury and what it's going to do. So right here for Lonzo Ball. They see like Denver, maybe you know what I'm saying. They you say they beat Denver. Oh no, I'm already like I'm already. Bro, this is a possible ten game. No, I'm not. Yeah, winning streak, right? Because they're going to play. They're going to play Orlando. Then they got to play Cleveland. They got to play Miami. They got to play a a pretty decent Utah team, but they're you know they're possible to be beat. Yeah, they're possible to be beat. And then you got to play Orlando. They got to play Orlando again, which can possibly be a dub. You got Indiana. That can be a tough game. You never know what can happen with Oladipo. He may go for forty. So and then uh, so we can for sure guarantee. No, the a, next three. Yeah, we can get we can for seven. sure guarantee no, there's a seven eight. There's streak. a seven eight game win streak for the Lakers to put them in a pretty good position. And then to answer uh, your question, to, to actually climb up about the Rondo being out, conference, conference finals. That me. should help Lonzo. Take oh yeah, it's, it's his time. It's his time. Because you know what I'm saying, he played up. really well the other night. You know what I'm saying, it's like just time. being active. You know what I mean. You know he's not gonna score in bunches. You know what I'm saying. But Lonzo Look, gonna do what Lonzo, Lonzo gonna do. Lonzo it, is the, in the best predicament you could ever be in as a second year athlete. Yeah, true, you got true. a playmaker in LeBron. You got a playmaker in Rondo. Both very smart players. You need to sit back and learn from them players. Oh yeah. But also. Had that mentality like I'm finna get mine. Like I'm not just finna play no backup to Rondo. You feel me? Yeah, and, and and like just watching Lonzo over the years, he's a he's a rhythm guy. You know what I'm saying? And and like any any small thing like can like shake his rhythm. And you know what I'm saying? And like with Rondo being out, I think that should help him to, uh, like stay on the floor longer. He needs to stay out of foul trouble. You know what I'm saying? So he can stay on the floor and get his rhythm going. Cause you know what I'm saying? You notice like if you watch the Lakers, he has you know what I'm saying a better bounce in his step. Like the the the. The further the game progresses and the more that he does, the more rebounds he grabs, you know what I'm saying? The more kick-ahead passes he makes, you know what I'm saying? He plays off of that rhythm. And I think with with Rondo in the lineup, you know what I mean, he's kind of the same way, you know what I'm saying? So they both need minutes. They both need the ball. And then that that way, you know what I'm saying? And it was kind of Luke was going off of um, – he was going off just the field, you know what I mean? Whoever's playing well at that time. And then at time, game, some certain games, they both were playing well. You know and what so I mean? He, and then he has to like. And it's like you got to choose at that point. Yeah, and then it yeah. messes up the rhythm for, or the confidence for either or. Exactly. And you know nine what I mean? times out of ten, it's probably going to be more so, so Lonzo, Lonzo. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Rondo is at the stage in his career where he doesn't need, you know what I'm saying, a rhythm. He doesn't need that, you know what I mean? Or momentum or you know what I'm saying for yeah. a say he don't need repetition you know what I'm saying I heard somebody on first take say that the other day or something one of them ESPN shows you know what I'm saying Rondo need I mean not not Rondo their name's the same Lonzo <laughs> Lonzo needs repetition and Rondo doesn't you know what I mean cuz he he been doing this you know what I'm saying he Bet he proven, you know what I'm saying? He can come out. Call thousands of plays. Man. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? He can come out of the, you know what I'm saying? Out the, the phone booth. He can, come, he can go work at Comcast for a week and then come back and hoop and be, you know what I'm saying? Be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Tommy, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, elaborate a little more on that, you know, from uh, what you see. You know, you're a former athlete and, you know, at times you may have seen guys get hurt and then another, another player has to come in to fulfill his role. And for Lonzo, you know, he's coming off the bench now while Rondo's been the starter, but now he's out. And so for a guy like Lonzo, if he gets his confidence going and Luke Walton starts to, you know, believe in him, 
What do you think is going to take place in terms of starting the rotation if Lonzo plays well when uh, when Lonzo plays well and Rondo returns? Uh, I honestly think they're going to keep starting Lonzo. I like their starting lineup right now with uh, Lonzo, B.I., Bron, Kuz, and uh, McGee. That's the death lineup. That's one of your tallest lineups and one of your best defensive lineups, too, because they all long and stuff, you know? But <laughs> but honestly, though, I just want Zoe to be more aggressive, man. Once he do that, not necessarily shoot, like, a lot more, but Zoe, he pass up out of, like, a lot of layups and a lot of shots. And don't get me wrong. They all good passes and stuff, usually, but... But he more aggressive than he was last they year. You asked me like with, with the step back three that he got in his package now. I mean he is, but still. he just he just young. Yeah, One or two years, that. Tommy. One no. or two years. I'm giving him his time, bro. He just like that's what he need to do, and he know that for sure. Like, yeah, the no, whole I, world be saying that Zoe need to be more aggressive. Yeah, he know that, but I mean. But my favorite player. It come, it come with age, man. Besides, we all know Brian, the best player on LA. Number two, Bi. That's my dog. Oh yeah, he next up for sure. His X button broke. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got no ex button. Ain't contract description, bro. Right. You know, and cool. Ain't nobody, bro. Yeah, cool's too. All in their contracts, man. Get a bucket. They for sure scoring the ball, bro. From the 99 to the 810, you feel? And I like their mentalities too, though. Like they don't really trip. You know what I'm saying? If they missing and stuff, don't get me wrong. He like is if a you, Hall of Fame coach. If you bricking, you shouldn't just be jacking up <laughs> every single shot. But you shouldn't lose that same mindset. He talk about because he is well, he is a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, LeBron be cursing coaches though. <laughs> yeah, he do. Almost everywhere else he go, they, they be get, leaving. They get fired. Uh -huh. Yeah, this is the rundown. Uh, talking a little bit of basketball in terms of just everything, whether it's the East, the West, Lakers, Philly, Toronto with Kawhi, and he looks like an MVP candidate. We got Milwaukee sitting uh, number two in the East. Uh, we got the Lakers, they're building back their brand, different nuggets, they're trying to stay at one of the top teams in the West. So, and we've made that argument about which which, uh, which conference is deeper, whether it's, if it's East or if it's West. Both of them seems to look pretty top heavy. A um, little bit of competitiveness in between, a lot of beating up in wins and losses between both conferences. And so, you know, we got the Sixers sitting at number five now. Uh, they just lost with their first game with Jimmy Butler since the trade. And so, what, I mean, what direction are, do you think they're going to go? Are they Because right now Indiana sits at number three. And, you know, obviously Toronto's at the helm and then Milwaukee's underneath them. But then you have Indiana at three, Boston at four, Philly at five, and then you have Detroit, Charlotte, and Orlando. Now, before you answer that question, Tommy, let me ask you a question. Are the Orlando Magic a real team? Right now they sit at eighth place. They're one game below 500. Is that a real team to compete in the East for a playoff spot? Mm. In the East, yes, because right now you have a you have a Washington you have a Washington team with John Wall and Bradley Beal and Dwight Howard, who that whole situation is kind of all over the place, and they need to they people feel like they need to blow the team up. They're five and nine, so they're four games underneath five hundred. So that's a team that you expected to be fighting in the playoffs, and they're currently sitting three spots out of the playoffs. So what do you see for? Orlando, will they be able to hang around? You know, they haven't made the playoffs in quite I don't some think time. So. 
I think they got a chance. Be like ninth, tenth. It might be close, depending on how healthy they stay and how you know they keep up with everybody else. But I honestly think Washington gonna end up doing better. I hope so, cause. I mess with John Wall personally. Like, I like him as a player. He's the fastest dude in the league, and that's arguable, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, I don't think they're going to make it. I mean, Gordon, uh, he's played extremely well. Aaron Gordon, uh, he's put his head, be- he's put his hand behind his head and everything else. 26 points and 16 rebounds uh, on win- on uh, the other night against the... Uh... They played Philly? Mm-hmm. I think Philly lost that one too, didn't they? Yes. They ended up losing that game. And so, you know, they've played well. I've, uh, they've played uh, very well. Uh, 111 to 111 to 106. And Vujicic, he had 30 points. And so, you know, he's a good ball player. And Augustine, there's that name again. And he had nine assists. So, yeah, you know, Orlando, you don't think they'll be able to hang around and be able to keep on in the, uh, in the East? I mean, you said they're eighth right now, ain't they? Yep, right now they sit at eighth, and they're seven and eight. I feel like they're going to eventually slide out that mug, man. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Stay close and be jumping back and forth with somebody. Like, probably it could be, like, Washington, possibly. Or you never know. Uh, what's it? Charlotte might fall down, to. They're playing okay right now. they seventh, ain't they? Who's playing uh, pretty well? The Charlotte Hornets? Yeah. yeah. They've had a little up 50, and down. 50. Uh yeah, they're they're five and five in their last ten games and lost their last outing. Uh, and they're sitting seven and seven. One game underneath the Detroit you can't Pistons. Forget about the Heat too, though. Like they always around like the middle of the year. They end the year pretty well usually. Yeah, they usually have a great second half of the year. Uh, Miami Heat. Right now they sit at six and eight. Uh, there's been rumors about uh, Carmelo Anthony going to the uh, possibly going to Miami. How do you think that would unfold if uh, <laughs> if he gets that waiver buyout, you know, from the Houston Rockets, he's able to go to Miami? You they think that'd be able to work out for them care. to make a playoff run? It's, it is the Eastern Conference. It is. They got Tragic Richardson. Mm-mm. Who is a three man? Oh, Justice Winslow. Justice you got Justice Winslow. Winslow. You got Hassan Whiteside. You got a Bam out of Bayou. He was coming off the bench too. You got Bam out of Bayou. Who? Winslow. Uh, yeah, he had his moments coming in and off the it bench, but matter. now it's like Ty, you, got, sorry. you got Tyler Johnson. Hold on, pause. Because what we not gonna do? He might be able to fit there, honestly. Too. Oh it, no, that's the situation. Melo's not sorry. Okay, I take that back. Okay, thank. But you. he's not gonna fit in Miami. Like, yes, he can go take a spot over, but Melo's not. He's not in that stage of his career right now. <laughs> he doesn't need to go to Miami. Like, if anything, he, I mean, I his homeboy Wade over there, bro, it might work out. Well, no, cause he's his homeboy is Chris Paul, Paul as well. So that's a whole different coaching system too. Though, it's a whole bro. different coaching system. Like three just, and layup, bro, that's when not will we ever game. give the coaches the blame for you this for what? something not working? Three and working. layup ain't mellow game, right, you know, Malik? Three and layups he only. I said, when that, will we though. ever give he can, but that's like, he the blame on the coaches for something not working out between players on a franchise? I got a whole other opinion on that. You know. Cause not a lot of blame going to coaches, not a lot of blame going to GMs, not a lot of blame going to uh, upper head staff who hire these MFs. They get these 
players and get these get rid of these players and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's just it's you know that's like, weak. I ain't like yeah. how they was trying to blame him. Like one person is not the reason. Yeah, that like, team not, is like not playing good. Like nothing up there. Like nothing up top is professional when it comes to the NBA. Like a lot of things is uh. I like to say it's more professional than the. Oh, it's more uh, yeah than the yeah, NFL. Yeah. Yeah, of course. By far. Like, not even I mean, close. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to NFL, yeah. But when you got players like DeMar DeRozan finding out he got traded in a Jack in the Box parking lot, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, that was dirty. <laughs> like, <laughs> he didn't do like, come his on. career. Yeah, bro, like, come team. on. <laughs> uh, try to keep it all together here. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, Mr. It's, Al got going on over here. <laughs> He's doing something. It's a little distracting. But go ahead, continue. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it should be more blame to uh, put on the administrative staff and everything than just the players. Yeah, I think that uh, the league, they trying to use Melo as a fall, man. That's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Especially the Rockets. I mean, they, they kind of poop for that. Yeah, they just need somebody to put the blame on. You know, the top, the, the, head, per, the head people over there ain't going to. They should have been playing defense. Ooh, they, they wasn't playing defense before Melo got there. They so. weren't playing defense. Oh, they all been that. shooting terribly. The only person that was, they traded him. <laughs> I don't want to Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They they traded their hustling. D'Antonio, uh, what's his name? Ain't that the coach they got? D'Antonio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that. Yeah, he allergic <laughs> to defense. They don't play no defense. Yeah, all they do is uh, as long as they can shoot, as long as they can make more three pointers, they, they shoot a lot of shit, get a lot of shots up. You yeah. know, you got more shots, you get up. More I'm likely you to win. Any Rockets fan, three for twenty-seven, or what was it? When yeah, they said the like Warriors, oh for they was like oh for twenty, oh for one for twenty-seven, twenty-seven missed threes in a row. They uh, suck. Yeah, it was bad. And so yeah, I mean, I think for the West, it's the Warriors in the field. For this year, you know, I, and that's just speaking this year. I just think we can honestly just fast forward this year, give the Warriors the title. KD going after this and then, year. And then next year, and then next year, everything becomes more interesting. Who's going to go to LA to join LeBron James? Um, will Kawhi stay? Will he join the Clippers? Will he join the Lakers? Like, it's so many dynamics. Will Jimmy Butler be able to resign with the Philadelphia 76ers? Or will he go to New York? Will Kyrie get his contract done around All-Star break this year or go into the free agency and decide to join the Knicks? Like, that's been rumored. Or stay with Boston Celtics. Got to wait and see. Uh, Find out next week. I think 2019 free agency is in the air, but I think 2020 yeah. is when business gets really real. Yeah, I think the guys yeah. like Anthony well, Davis. He pretty much got to stay. Nah, or they go, man. They gonna crucify Barry oh. if he did. He up. Who Barry? Mm-hmm. I think he. I, gonna, mean, I think he. I think it's possible for him to leave. I mean, but he already said, um, "I'm planning to resign with you guys." You remember he said that? Yeah, he yeah, walked on the court. Cheap. He yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm right. saying you talk don't want to just go back and get your words. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds good. But I mean, you would just be a sucker. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's him, though, anyway. <laughs> like, that's Kyrie is something anyway. You don't just come out in public and say that, dude, and just go back on your word, though. That'd just be no, weird. But, down but I know, yeah, like it ain't no room in business. You know what I'm saying? It's business. At the end of the day, business is business. But I just think he shouldn't have said it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he should have <gasps> said it, especially so early in the year. I mean, here we have October. What if you guys tank? Or somebody gets hurt again, and you got to go through that again. Someone getting hurt again, and that whole aspect of it. And so, yeah, he may leave. He may not leave. So he basically, just wrote a check that it can't cash. <laughs> bleep. Put the bleep in there, Zach, when you had it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
Orlando, Tommy says they're not going to make playoffs. Uh, Detroit Pistons, they're hanging on, sitting at the sixth spot. Uh, Alex believes that Los Angeles Lakers are going to make it all the way to the Western Conference. Yeah. Western Conference Finals, and they're going to go all the way through seven games with the uh, Golden State Warriors. So we'll have to see how that unfolds. For the East, well, who you got? Toronto Raptors, correct? Raptors, baby. Raptors. Kawhi. That's my boy. I like the Raptors too. I like the, I like what they've uh, been able to provide. You see what Kawhi uh, said. Kyle Lowry's doing very well. And he then said, you well, got, they must have forgot in one year. You ain't see him say that uh-uh. in the media? Yeah. He said they he said, I guess they forgot. He said one year. He said like he ain't had him. Ooh, <laughs> he ain't had you him. know he don't talk. So that's that's great to hear it come he out of his mouth. Kobe, bro. But like Sergi Baca, no, he's not. He doesn't talk enough. But Sergi Baca, he style. doesn't talk enough. Play no, I don't, I don't care how much game he has. If he's not talking, it ain't it ain't as effective. It that boy be jabbing, fake spinning, listen. fading. All that, but no, he, you know they worked oh, out too, bro. Hey, he I mean, they, Kobe back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kyle Lowry, uh, Sergi Baca, he Kawhi Leonard. The They've all played well. Who, Sergi Baca? No, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, yeah, he does. Yeah, come April, he he, he does disappear. I hope he don't do that again. Bro. LeBron be taking eight powers. Yeah. <laughs> like the Bond Stars. LeBron be morphing the dudes. He left whole games at halftime. I not have time, but uh, like in the middle of the quarter, talking about I have to go recoup. And then Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee's played well right now. Greek Freak looks like the MVP. Oh, yeah, he going down. Without question. And uh, <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> Quick little nap. But meditation. <laughs> no, meditate. Don't meditate. But uh, you hope Indiana's going to be exciting. They probably go to the second round of the playoffs. Um, you got Charlotte. They are hoping to make the playoffs. You got, you know, uh, Washington. They're sitting right outside of it by a long shot. Three three spots out of the playoffs. And so NBA has been exciting. It's been a fun time. It's been great. Having these four in plus our guests, our three all, type of stuff that you watch. Our guest Tommy in the building. <laughs> Great to have him here. Um, been talking all basketball. Generation, Whether it's yeah. U of M, CMU. <laughs> Millennials. We hope, we hope CMU is able to get a W. We hope CMU is able to get a W against Weber State. I mean, uh, yeah, Weber we, State. Weber State. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. We hope they get a W against Weber State and then Michigan against George Washington. Hopefully they, they take care of business. Detroit Pistons, they have the Cleveland Cavaliers on Monday. So hopefully they can continue their success moving in the right direction after that five-game losing streak, winning three of the last four. Jimmy going crazy right now as mm-hmm. we speak. How many points does Jimmy Butler have? First quarter, like seven. Seven points early on. I need more. A lot of games have broken off so far in the NBA. It's NBA Friday, so it was only right that we mentioned, you know, all this good basketball. And this is the rundown, you know. Your boy Zach B. Marty Mar. You know, leak in the building. It's your boy A Boogie here. And our special, yeah, and our special guest, uh, Tom. You, You enjoyed the show, Tom? I did, man. Thanks for having me on here, man. It's pretty cool. It was, uh, you enjoy yourself? Yeah, talking about all the stuff that I already be talking about you all at the crib. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Just, it feels good to actually have, like, a microphone in front of you and be able to, you know, speak 
with some uh, with some clarity about you know some of the like the game that you love and you grew up playing mm-hmm. and went on to play a little bit in college for. Yeah, it's pretty great. Man. I got I my money. Honestly, wish they had more ventilation in this room for us, boy. I'm hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my money on time. Anybody, hey, listen. One on ones, two on twos, three on threes, four on fours, five on fives, handicaps, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Handicaps. Uh, horse, pig, X, X, Aladdin, uh, sevens, twenty one. I got my money on time. And there you have it. Uh, this is the rundown, brought to you by WMHW, uh, CMU. Um, it's been great to have this podcast with these three other gentlemen. Once again, uh, thank you to our special guest, Tommy for coming in today and sharing his thoughts and his insight and analysis on uh, today's game, you know, the the great game of basketball. And so, you know, tune in next week. Uh, We'll have some more uh, football. We'll be right back with football. We got some great games next week. Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Auburn, Alabama. See how that game goes. A lot of rivalry games. uh, Go Blue. USC, Notre Dame. uh, Fire up. Just a lot of great games, a lot of great action for college football next week. Uh, college football playoff action, lots to talk about. Uh, again, this is the rundown brought to you by WMHW. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. America.